Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Anxious Me, Confessions of a Haitian Girl. I am so excited to be back with Maddie B. And say hello. Hi. <laughs> I forgot how to do this. <laughs> so we are actually going to play a little game um, that I ran across on TikTok um, by creator what's his name Chaz Coggins I believe I apologize if I'm um, pronouncing your name incorrectly but the name is the name of the game is to be known it's a card game and you all know if you've been following me from the beginning I am a huge proponent of vulnerability and having vulnerable conversations and just finding the power in that and this card game it really allows you to really get to the meat of the conversation and really get to know somebody on a deeper level and have those real conversations so we're going to try it out and just get into a couple um, questions and this game is not out yet so it's actually rolling out soon so if you want to check it out go follow them on instagram to be known also follow chaz coggins on instagram as well you can follow them on tiktok and check out some of the questions if you want to try and practice some of these at home um it's pretty cool and i love the game so far so uh let's see how it goes all right um so the first question is reflecting on your life this far what period has been the most challenging um you go first okay <laughs> let's see uh wow okay well i'm 35 and i have been through quite a bit so i'm going to say right now I'd say that the period I'm in right now is probably the most challenging and maybe that's uh, an easy pick because it's the it's the current period I'm living in and it, it's a struggle. <laughs> um, so maybe it's hard to difficult period of my life, I'd say. Um, it's the most challenging and it's probably because I I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it right now and I can't see past it. And for me i i think it's mostly because i have never been in a place where i'm both gaining and losing at the same time and and that's in life personally and in my career um so things are not all bad but things are not all good either you know, I'm very happy with my blessings, obviously, my children, my family. I'm very happy with what I've accomplished thus far. Um, but I'm also dealing with a lot of sadness. Um, my mental health is a very big struggle right now. My health in general um, is a big struggle right now. Um, my personal life is a big struggle, family. Um, so I think, yeah, this is a very, this is a very challenging place. And being 30 is hard. Yeah. Being a millennial is hard. Poor millennials. <laughs> what do you think? Um, 
So, generation gap. Um, <laughs> I am 21 years old. Um, I'm a 21 year old college graduate. Um, so I'm also at a very strange transitional phase of my life right now. I graduated last spring, but anyway, um, that's just a little context, but I've been through, you know, when I break up the phases of my life thus far, I kind of think of it as like elementary school, middle school, high school, cause that's what I've experienced has been right. like school life, college. Um, and now post-college for the past, you know, however many months. But I think all of those different phases have been extremely challenging for different reasons. Um, a lot of my history of struggle relates to mental health, um, but I've gone through a lot of different phases within that, within the different phases of my life. Um, you know, I've dealt with depression, anxiety, eating disorders, ADHD, PTSD, and those things coming to light at different periods in my life and, mm -hmm. you know, going through different um, degrees of struggle with each of those challenges at different points in my life makes this a very tough question for me, honestly. Right. Um, but I would say college was probably extremely difficult because... I felt very on my own mm -hmm. a lot um, when I was dealing with these things. Um, and I also think my, as I've grown into adulthood, my struggle with ADHD especially has increased significantly. Mm -hmm. um, it's big because it becomes much harder to mask as you get older um, mm -hmm. and like hide what you're dealing with because now you're expected to do these adult things. So right. college got really difficult. Um, yeah, so I would say I would say when I reflect, college is probably the hardest part. Okay. Um, but like I said, different challenges for different reasons. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. By the way, welcome back, um, Maddie B. Yeah. <laughs> if you are a regular listener, you will recognize Maddie B from our episode uh i think this was like season two if you even remember the seasons or go by that on the um, yeah. on this show but we did a conversation on bisexuality which was super fun um so and maddie is like my emotional support human so yeah. she, she will be here regularly um so we decided to jump on and have a conversation again and um so welcome back well and i think that's why me and you connect so much because we share especially that mental health like perspective Peace. yes um and it's been a consistent struggle for both of us throughout mm -hmm. our lives yep so the emotional support human sentiment is mutual <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next question is what is a major way you've grown this year do you want to go first this time sure um that, that one's easy for me. I have spent so much time alone this past year. And I guess over the past like several years too with COVID and everything, but like truly um, I've been living alone this past year, um, like alone, alone, no roommate, like me in my own apartment. Um, I've been single. Um, I've spent a lot of time alone. I work from home, like, and that has traditionally been something that's very hard for me. Um, and I think as part of my mental health, um, 
you know, it, it that's what brings out this struggle um, mm -hmm. is my various struggles with mental health. Um, and it's not just one thing that contributes to this either. Like there's a lot of different factors in my life. I'll leave it at that. Um, but I, I struggle with aloneness. Mm -hmm. um, but I've realized one thing about myself is that I may be more a little, a little bit more introverted than I thought. Mm -hmm. Because as much as I thought I was recharging around other people, um, it was more just like I was filling emotional voids with togetherness mm -hmm. um, and validation from togetherness. Um, but I'm really able to like fully unmask and be super freaking weird when I'm alone <laughs> and like engage in weird interests and like activities and I don't know, eat a box of cereal for dinner and like do, I don't know, not that you can't do that with other people, mm -hmm. but I just like, it's just so peaceful. Like I've, I've really learned to find my introverted side, embrace it and um, have like a lot of peaceful alone time that I wasn't able to have before. And it's, it's not to say that I don't struggle with this still. Like sometimes I'm just so like sad and lonely and need someone to like be with me. Oh. But, but one way I've grown for sure is like learning how to be alone. And, and in that time when you're able to sit with yourself too, you're really able to like become one with mm -hmm. who you are mm -hmm. um, because there's no like outside voices or pressures about like who you should be or who someone or some societal pressure wants you to be. Yep. And so you just get to really exist in yourself. Yep. So that, that that's the biggest way I've grown. Cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. And I can see that. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. For me. Okay. So for me, it's, it's gone back to, I think I've had imposter syndrome for a long time. I think I still do. I struggle mm -hmm. with that a lot. I, hear you. Um, I think I'm this year, part of my growth has really been, I'm starting to really allow myself to believe in what I've built, believe in what I've created. And that's not just from like a career perspective. Um, yes, I'm believing that I have a book because the book exists and, and, and it's tangible, it's right there. But it's deeper than that. Um, I'm believing that I am not just a mom, but I'm a good mom. I'm believing that I am doing things differently and that I am raising my children better than I was raised. And I'm believing that. I am believing that um, I'm actually a grown up <laughs> and it's real. Like, like you're doing this adult thing. Like you're okay, you're, you're fine. Like, you know, you're, you're adulting, you know, like you're, you're, you're there, you know, like the same. For right. And, yeah. and so I think that, um, that's the, that's the growth. I feel like I've experienced the most this year is that I'm in that place where like, I'm finally okay with betting on myself because I'm finally believing in what I've built. And it's like, oh, Oh, this is mine. Like this is all all me. Like I I I did do this and and I did do this by myself. Like I I figured it out. So I did it. <laughs> so that's been it. Yep. <laughs>
So, uh, next one. Proud uh, of you, by the way. Proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is your greatest trigger and where do you think it stems from? Ooh, this one's deep. You um, should start. Yeah, let me see. My greatest trigger and where do you think it stems from? Um, I think I realized this most recently. Um, my greatest trigger, it might just be one of them, but because I might have more than one, but my greatest right now um, is being... um labeled called overly sensitive mm. or emotional mm. or anything along those lines mm -hmm. um and i used to think that it was something that just i got more from when i was older but i realized it started so much younger and realizing it started even my my daughter's age when i was like five six because i could remember being always like a very like emotional kid who was like really emotionally invested in things like like i would be watching something and if there was a sad thing happening on the screen it would make me cry mm -hmm. and i would be and i remember like um my mom would just be like, oh, it's which would just be like her car, her heart is bleeding, oh. like, you know, and 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 Haitians always they speak pretty dramatically. Yeah. So they would just say little things and would um, always say like, oh, she's just um, so dramatic. She just walks around and she cares for everything. Like, I'm just this, I think like, it's the language, too. you know, and, and yeah. for yeah. me, I always, you know, I never really quite understood it, but like as I matured, those things kept going. And as I got older, it was like, you're too sensitive, you're too sensitive, you're too emotional. Bring it down, you're too dramatic. Oh, let it go, like, you know? So that has been a continual thing. And I'm realizing like, even my daughter is like a very like emotional girl. She's very, and she takes things very personally. She's very easily brought, easily brought to tears. So like, mm -hmm. I find that like, I get very like triggered if anyone says anything that, like that to her. And I'm like, cause I don't want her getting that messaging. Yeah. So I'm realizing like, that's a big thing for me. Um, and that's where my, my trigger stems from being a, a child and constantly being labeled in that way and um i i am i am a very emotional person um i have big feelings all the time um but i'm learning that that's not a bad thing mm -hmm. and that's not a terrible thing and for most of my adult life i have been um made to believe that that was very unattractive and very and at, at many points I even thought it was like disgusting you know and um so that's something I'm trying to learn to love about myself yeah. again and it's part of my vulnerability yeah and and a lot of times you know people will talk about sensitivity or um emotional like responses as if they're this horrible thing like you yeah. said 
Um, but I think I think sensitive people are very empathetic. Mm-hmm. I'm also a sensitive person and mm-hmm. have been told many times, you're taking this too, too seriously, seriously yeah. or like you're making a big deal out of something mm-hmm. or you're being over emotional, blah, blah, blah. You've heard all these things. Right. Um, fellow empaths, you've heard it too. Like, mm-hmm. um, <coughs> but my whole point is like, <clears throat> I see it as a strength in myself at this point in my life, but usually people have used it like to weaponize mm-hmm. um, something they don't like in the way that you're responding mm-hmm. um, to usually Whatever something the, horrible they've the said di- or yeah, did. Like, what they're saying yeah. or doing. Yeah. I mean, that's gaslighting. Like, gaslighting, that's what it is. Like, right. people, and I think that's probably part of your experience as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. is being gaslit to believe that your responses aren't valid. Right. Um, yeah. So I get that one. Also a trigger of mine. But biggest trigger, I don't know. I don't know if I know my biggest trigger, but one that comes up a lot for me is um, when I feel like I'm not being listened to slash not understood. Mm-hmm. And usually like feeling like you're not listening to me and that's why you're not understanding me. Like mm-hmm. sit down and listen and actually hear what I'm saying. Um where does it stem from? Um, probably just feeling misunderstood quite often. Mm-hmm. I think with having mental illness or mental health struggles, um, you struggle with a lot of like invisible battles um, and that can make you feel very misunderstood um, if people don't understand what you're dealing with or you know, people will give you some kind of gaslighty response mm-hmm. to what you're... <laughs> Um, experiencing or sharing, which is a very vulnerable thing to share and experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I don't know, bisexual identity can feel very invisible, very, feel very misunderstood. Like there's lots of things about me maybe that make me feel misunderstood and lots of experiences I've had in my life where I felt have been very hard to explain um, to people who don't see it happening on the outside mm-hmm. um and so i guess that's just built up to a point where i haven't liked some of the reactions i've gotten from people um and so yeah it triggers me when people when i feel like people aren't listening or not understanding what i'm saying okay. um and i yeah i don't know that, that's all i have to say about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i hear you yeah. i hear you and and that's that that's the same for me too. I I, I definitely that's one of my triggers as well. Um, I what I was gonna say. I remember now. Um, there's that ADHD brain, but um, <laughs> I think <clears throat> I've responded to that in different ways throughout my life too. Um, like at times it'll just be like a I'm shutting down. Like I'm done having this conversation. Like you're not hearing me, so I'm so sorry. I can't have this conversation. Or I've had very like emotional outbursts in response to feeling misunderstood, like where then I get called oversensitive mm-hmm. or whatever, and I'm yelling or whatever. I'm having this like a meltdown essentially, right? Um, and people are like, "Well, what what what's going on?" Like Maddie, like that wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, and so I think learning how to under like for me a big like thing with that has been learning how to communicate when I'm feeling that way, like. Right. Like, I'm feeling very misunderstood right now. Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated. Like, 
maybe I do want to not have the conversation right now. So I say, I'm not having this conversation right now. Let me gather my thoughts and mm-hmm. come back so we can yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my other point there. Yeah. Now I'm done. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Well, that was the game. Um, what did you think game. about it? I love these kind of games. Too. I love yeah. them. Me <laughs> um, too. I, I definitely can't wait till this comes out. Most people want to play Uno, but I'm like, let's talk about yeah, our real drama. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my stuff too. Like I'm like, this is like my thing, and um, I mean, just have this a glass of wine. Everyone mm-hmm. hangs out, like mm-hmm. especially if you're like in a group setting where you're getting to know new people. Or like a date, that would be even so a fun. date. Like yeah, this is a, this is a good one for dates. Family, and this yeah, one doesn't family. have to be like romantic. It can be um, family. It could be mm-hmm. friends. Like this you is great for people you don't, like you don't yeah. know. <laughs> if you're uncomfortable and you, you're in a new setting and you don't know anyone, mm-hmm. like this is great for people who don't know anyone and you need a game that's not awkward. This and great questions. Very great questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and things that you probably aren't problematic to talk about. You yeah. know. It, yeah. I think that would be cool too. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, thank you for listening in on this episode. Let me know if there's any other games like this. I love these type of games. So, definitely email me at anxiousme, uh, anxiousme at gmail.com and let me know if you know any other games like this. I'd love to uh, try them out on the podcast. Um, Because these are super cool and fun, and I always like to try new things. All right, until. Hey, y'all, thank you for listening to that episode. I just wanted to pop in with a quick update. Unapologetically Anxious Me now has its very own Patreon page. So I want you to go and support and follow your girl. Look up Unapologetically Anxious Me on Patreon. We have two tiers to subscribe to. The first tier is $5. It's your basic support me page or support me tier where you can um, just get your basic uh exclusive content things like that now your second tier is going to be your 15 dollars tier which is going to definitely be way more behind the scenes content you'll get a lot more personalized um, content for me things that are going to be just for patreon that will not be found anywhere else so i definitely want to explore that avenue a little bit more i'll be doing more live videos on there and i'm so excited to expand there and i really am going to need your help and getting that going i also want to encourage you to all go and rate these podcast episodes go on apple podcast spotify wherever you go and listen to my episodes that is really what is going to get the algorithm to really bump me up and make sure that i am getting more support to actually make these episodes for you i really want to hear more from you and i i love doing this i love this platform so I want to connect with you more, and that is how I'm going to continue doing this. So definitely go out there and support your girl, and I will catch up with you in the next one. Bye!